Good afternoon. Welcome. My name is Elena Polson. I'm the Chief Communications Officer for Clear Creek ISD. This is our Car Rider Line podcast. We do this actually all throughout the school year, every other week, covering different topics. While we're recording this live and streaming it through Facebook, this will also be available as an audio podcast for families um, and community members to access later because we will be covering a lot of good information. Um, Today, specifically, we're going to talk about the first week of school. We're just going to talk about the first week of school. We'll talk more next week about what to expect for brick and mortar for those students that will be returning on August 31st. So um, we're going to spend some dedicated time to talk through all of the questions that we have received. And I do feel confident that at the end of this session, um, we'll bring some relief to parents uh, that are perhaps a little anxious and excited about what to expect on Monday. And um, so let me go briefly over our reopening schedule. First day of school for all students will begin online beginning August 24th. Students who elected brick and mortar will receive instruction in what we have called intermittent um, school to home. And this is when your child is receiving direct instruction from their teachers who will be in the classroom delivering that instruction. It's different than what you experienced in March. For those students who elected to continue with CCISD through Clear Connections online learning, August 24th is your first day and you just keep continuing through the system and you will be assigned CCISD teachers. Um, On Monday, August 31st, students who elected brick and mortar will return to school. These are students in kindergarten, pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, sixth grade, ninth grade, and certain special education students. And again, we'll have a session on that uh, mid next week. And then Tuesday, September 14th, all students who elected brick and mortar will resume in-class instruction while students enrolled in Clear Connections will continue on. Um, I do want to just let everyone know that based on the numbers that we're watching related to COVID-19, we do not anticipate any further delay to bringing students in brick and mortar. Um, So that's where we stand today. So joining us um, are some familiar faces and very busy people. Um, Assistant Superintendent of Elementary Education, Ms. Holly Hughes and Assistant Superintendent of Secondary Education, Dr. Karen Engel, and Chief Technology Officer, Dr. Robert Bayard. I work closely with these three amazing people, and they are so hands deep, deep into the work that's happening across our school district. I don't think people understand or recognize how lean our organizational structure is, and you can get to our Chief Technology Officer, and he has direct access to our technology teams at the campus level. So, so, so much knowledge and information that's evolving by the hour, uh, they have it. And so we were originally supposed to do this session this afternoon um, at 12. We were all together at 8.30 in the morning, and we looked at all the work we had to get done and realized that it was going to be a tight squeeze to come in at 12. So thank you for being patient with us. So let's go ahead and get started. First, um, when and where will students see their daily schedule, Ms. Hughes? Well, this is exciting. So starting today, each campus, elementary campus specifically, let's start with elementary, um, will be sending out information based on um, each grade level team to um, parents with specific instructions on our activities tomorrow. And then you'll have receive additional information regarding Monday. And so tomorrow we will um, be hosting our 
what we're, instead of meet and greets, it's beeps, beep and greet. Um, our car line, um, rider lines are being filled with our parents and our students. We started those today. As a matter of fact, North Point Elementary out there started theirs today and had a great success and great to see our parents and our students show up. But that is a time in which our parents will come through and um, gain information. Um, certainly the school supplies that they've ordered, um, we're deploying um, de devices at, at different parts of the day for those um, students um, who, who, who um, the specific grade levels. And then also um, information about um, getting online, logging online and also in starting the, the week next week. So you'll have that in, in multiple forms. One will be sending that out electronically. Also we're sending out information in um, a, a, the packet pickup form the, of um, login information. And so that is exciting. We're ex um, like, teachers are thrilled to see their students and for, and for students to see their teacher teams for the, whole, the first time. It's our first time to be together in a long while. So we're so excited about that. Um, although it's from afar, it is the closest we can get right now to um, kicking off the school year. And we have um, 27 wonderful elementary schools um, and each school is arranging that day and the hours in their special way so definitely um, starting this afternoon and this evening that um, the information is coming out to you we're right at this very moment we're right at the at the tip of um, staggered information that will be coming out to uh, parents to give them all of the deep details that they need specifically for their child and their grade level to their teacher and I so today this conversation is is launching right into that Great. And for the beep and greets, do Clear Connections, students enrolled in Clear Connections, are they participating in that as well? Absolutely. Okay. All students that have signed up for the school year for their home campus should be receiving that information. So yes, both Clear Connections and our brick and mortar um, students should be attending. So while parents may not, or students may not know their specific teacher at this moment of time, they will meet that grade level team. Yes, yes, and yes. And then when will they know who their child's teacher will tomorrow. be tomorrow some are sending out t um, tonight and tomorrow that information is coming so I know our um, and definitely with tomorrow all, all students will be informed and know exactly which course and how to log into their courses to connect with their teacher because I know I know everyone's ready for that first day moment and that information is coming out tomorrow just as it typically would on our most traditional school year yes. um, of the meet and greet before the school year starts Actually, uh, we talked about this, we've talked so much, but it's the equivalent of that Thursday, post the class list on the exterior of the door, and students, kids roll, run up to the front door of their school and they see their class list. That normally doesn't even happen until Thursday at 5 p.m., and then that Friday is when you go into the classroom and um, meet your teacher and give out the supplies. So from a timing perspective, I know we've been talking about back to school for months and months. It really is aligned with what we would do any other year, with the exception of having mass number of students going up to the front there door. There is a lot of excitement, mm -hmm. a lot of anticipation, a lot of eagerness on all of our parts to make this connection happen. And absolutely, we are not posting those lists this year. We're doing it virtually by logging in and finding your child's teacher and getting that information um, through a message that your teacher will be sending out to um, classmates, her, her students, um, in uh, the upcoming, or his or her students in the upcoming day. Yes. Great. Thank you. Dr. Engel, how about for students in grades 6 through 12? Yes, right now we are 
putting the final touches on our schedules. We know students are accustomed to having schedule preview the week prior to schedules, the prior to um, starting on Monday. And the reason we're not having schedule previews this year, obviously, is we're, um, it's virtual. And also, our students that select, selected Clear Connections, we are working on those schedules last week and this week. So they will be finalized by tonight at midnight. So we'll have our brick and mortar and our Clear connection schedules completed. And then tomorrow, by 9 o'clock, students can log in to Family Skyward Access and they can see their schedule. Just click on the Schedule tab and it'll be right there. Um, we do want to just caution, things might change over the weekend, but we're continuing to work on those schedules, but your schedule will be available tomorrow. Great. And the shortcut for that is www.ccisd.net forward slash family access. So that's where to go tomorrow. We are ready, and we encourage students, go ahead and look at that schedule. Print that out if you can. It is available for you, or it's on your phone. A lot of times students like to download that Skyward app and look at their schedule on their phone. But we do make, we want to make sure that everybody, although it's posted tomorrow, please look at that again on Monday. As with schedule previews, we always give you that schedule the week before. We remind you it's a draft until that Monday morning because mm -hmm. we... Those counselors are continuing to work and making sure that we make any corrections we can over the weekend. Well, and we're still, families are still completing their back-to-school forms. We've had so much disruption um, within our community, so there's so much that's still happening. We're, students are enrolling today, so that... Um, that this weekend, there's teams and teams of staff that are going to be working around the clock to make those final, final revisions. And that certainly is mostly for the secondary side. Elementary, what you see is what you're going to have, at least for the first nine weeks. But for the secondary, it does change sometimes. And it does on a regular year. Mm -hmm. Going back to what you said on a regular school year, we know there are those schedules aren't perfect and students are well accustomed to making a schedule change request form and those will just be online. Um, on your campus, we'll have an online schedule change request form if there's a problem with your schedule and please go ahead and fill that out beginning Monday. Um, look at that. It may be corrected over the weekend and what we do we're going to look at schedules that have a blank in other words if you don't have a second period or a fourth period we'll try to correct that over the weekend but if not you definitely want to get that schedule change request form in those will be our first priority to give everybody to fill in the blank and then we want it to be 100 percent on monday but we'll certainly that's our that's our goal after that there may be some errors in your schedule, some things that you don't think you're accurate, go ahead and fill that form out. And the counselors then over the week will work on making those corrections. So get that form in as soon as you can Monday morning. That's when we'll start looking at those, those changes. And throughout the week, you will be notified by your counselor of any corrections and changes. But you need to go to the class on your schedule Monday morning. Please go to class. Even if it's not your class, go ahead and we'll count you present and we'll move through and make those corrections throughout the week. Great. So, uh, Dr. Bayard, we did say, and it's worth repeating, go to www.ccisd.net forward slash family access tomorrow, 9 a.m.? Anytime after 9 a.m. After time at 9, okay. You can begin looking for your class schedules in Skyward, as well as its learning. 
looking at the courses that align to your class schedule that you see in Skyward that you have downloaded and printed or taken a screenshot of. Um, there's a flurry of activity this week from, from everywhere, and everyone is a buzz. It, it's so awesome because this is exactly like any other year just before the week school starts. And we know there's a lot of anticipation of who's my teacher and what class periods that I get and what electives that I get. And um, we look forward to tomorrow morning when all of you will be able to see your class schedules. Um, if you f don't know your login, well, first of all, login as a parent or student, it doesn't matter. But if you did forget your login, just simply hit the forgot your password button and proceed with the instructions. What time do students need to be logged in and ready to learn on Monday, August 24th? Monday, August 24th. Elementary students need to log in at 815. Okay. Dr. Ankles? Yes, ma'am. Intermediate, 850, that first period, or your um, advisory, whatever that is at 850. And high school students at 720 a.m., that's when first period, that's a tardy bell for first period. And I want to pause there because... Um, this is important to build that regular schedule for students. And starting that following week, we will have students in brick and mortar. And that is very important for clear connection scheduling because these are the same teachers. So we can't have a different schedule for brick and mortar and have a different schedule for clear connections. Just as students in clear connections at the secondary level are moving from bell to bell, so are their peers in brick and mortar. So it's important, it's the same bell change, if you will, that those schedules align, even during online time. So 720, high school, those kids have to start resetting their schedules probably this week. Where do students go on the first day? We have so many wonderful, rich resources for kids to access learning. But let's simplify it. Where do kids log into Monday morning? First thing you do Monday morning after you wake up, because you're going to wake up bright and early, have your schedule next to your computer. Log into the single sign-on portal at sso.portal.ccisd.net. From there, you'll click on It's Learning. You might need to log in and by putting in your username and password if that is your first time in a long time. And from there, just go on to the landing page of the course that you have for first period or homeroom, and, and the direction will be for, that, there for you step by step. You will likely have already gotten a message from your teacher by tomorrow telling you about that very first step. So we look forward to seeing you first thing on Monday morning. Also in the SSO portal, you'll be able to see all of your textbooks and, and much more. Wonderful. So what if students don't know their passwords for this uh, single sign-on portal because they haven't accessed it in a while? If you don't know your password for the single sign-on portal, um, all that you need to do is go into uh, Skyward, uh, ccisd.familyaccess, log into your Family Access account. On the left-hand side, click on Report Cards. Then you'll see a link that identifies or directs you to your personal information. Just click on that, and that will direct you to uh, instructions on how to how to uh, reset your password right actually I did it for my own children and it was pretty neat I was able I did print it out and I do recommend that this is something you can do today you don't have to wait for tomorrow to the next day you could go to ccisd.net forward slash family access log in as a parent like you normally do this is the same place you would go and get grades 
Um, this is where you're going to go and get your child's schedule. And on the left-hand side, just click on report card, and you will see a link that you just click on, and you see your student's um, email account, which they, is important that they use that. They cannot use their personal email mm -hmm. account on the first day of school. So they need to use their school-issued email account, and it also provides them their password, which is their lunch pin. Um, and just print that out and keep it nearby because it'll reduce the anxiety come Monday morning and that's something parents can do today or to let take you know a picture of it you don't have to print it out just take a picture of it to let you know about your your username especially for those of you who are new to Clear Creek ISD your username is your student ID at ccisd.net and your password um, you'll have a personal identification number with two zeros before that and for our elementary learners, we are printing that out for each student, and we are providing that through that supply drive, that beep and greet, and we want families to take a, make a, 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 a plan to keep that close to the device in which they'll be accessing and practice keying in those numbers so that kindergarten students be, can become proficient in all the, the number logins. We know they can, we've seen it. So it's a good thing to practice and um, provide that support. And Dr. Baird, that username and password will get students into their Skyward Family Access account. It'll get them into their single sign-on account, mm -hmm. as well as its learning, as well as textbooks. So that's why it's so important. That's great. Let me explain a little bit about the single sign-on portal. Not everyone understands what that is. The single sign-on portal is a cloud-based house for most applications and most textbooks that students will use for teaching and learning. It's just like your house. You have a single key. Most of us have a single key that you can use to open up your front door and your back door. Um, you turn that key, and that's your username, your CCISD email address, and your password, or your personal identification number. And that opens up the doors to being able to access your textbooks and applications. In the past, without the single sign-on portal, students had to learn uh, dozens of passwords to get into everything. This is a one-stop shop. It's like your personal key to your house. Wonderful. What should parents and students be doing these final days leading up to the first day of school? Dr. Bayard? If you're a student returning to CCISD in grades 7 through 12 and you have a CCISD district issued device, then please take a moment between now and Sunday to drive up to a CCISD location that has outdoor wireless, drive up to the bus drop-off, and um, open up Software Center. From there, you'll select School Startup Updates, and you'll receive important updates to make sure that your computer continues to get the Windows uh, application and recognizes you as, as a student. Um, if you're using your personal device, you don't need to make any updates um, to that personal device, at least not from the district. Make sure your Wi-Fi is working at home. Also, if you're using an iPad or an iPhone, and we know many of you will be, please make sure you download the Microsoft Teams app from the, from the uh, Apple Store. Um, I encourage you to log in to It's Learning sometime between tomorrow and Sunday evening, just to accustom yourself with your courses and how to navigate to, the, to that landing page. What else should you do? Print your schedule or take a snapshot of it. Dr. Engel, do you have anything else you want to add? I did. I wanted to say, too, that as far as it's learning, um, your teacher is going to be communicating with you um, via Skyward and possibly an email. Um, each, each teacher, 
and they have an it's learning course so i highly recommend say sunday evening afternoon go ahead and look for that look for that link you will be able to go into your it's learning and find their particular course so you're going to want to see that and that's and then they'll give you there's be a welcome message there'll be a link to a team's meeting that morning but that it's learning is really our connection between the teacher and the student as we get started and that's going to be all of the information that you're going to need for every one of your classes so that is very very key that that it's learning connection Absolutely. And the It's Learning, when students log into It's Learning, it's, their courses are not going to necessarily say period one, period two, period three. That's why that schedule is important. No different than if you walked into a brick-and-mortar building, you don't have all your classes one through seven next to each other. So that's the important of have, importance of, of having that schedule, just to limit them having to go from Skyward to It's Learning. That's right. Um, Parents, for, for many of you, this might be more um, anxious for you. But for your kids, especially if they've been in, in grades four through four through 12, they know it's learning and they know when they see their class schedule, they're gonna be able to make that connection. If they see reading first period or reading first period on their schedule, they're gonna see reading and it's learning as one of their courses and just follow that course schedule. And if, but however, if a student sees a course on their schedule, but they don't see it in it's learning, don't worry. Don't worry. That's Monday will be just like on a regular first day of school that we deal with every year. Um, you'll just contact the school and let them know that you have a problem with that, the, the schedule form and, and we'll take care of you. This happens every year inside of the school and, and for the first time it'll be on display for, for everyone, but we'll get through it. Right. Dr. Baird, this is a good question that I didn't want to go forward too much without addressing. For the families that are picking up their devices through car rider lines at the elementary school, do they need to go and do the update or has that already been provided to the updated to that specific Thank you for device. asking that. Any students who have picked up a device beginning last week all the way through tomorrow and, and possibly even through next week as, as, as that's available, you do not have to drive anywhere or update anything on your laptops. Those updates have been completed already. These are only for those students who have not logged into their device since March, April, or May of last year or before that. So primarily, these are for the students in grades 6 through 12 who've had their devices at home. Correct. Grades 7 through 12, seven through you've 12. had your device at home, and, and you should get your updates so that you make sure uh, we get you logged in. And Ms. Hughes, if families cannot meet, uh, participate in the beep and greet that's articulated for their particular campus, yes. what should they do? Well, we will be sending out information from each campus on their plan, and it will likely be on that Monday, uh, specific times. But um, I definitely, I know right now you will likely have a lot of information coming from both the school level and the district level. We are likely sending you a lot of information. I ask that for this period of time that you zone in and real and take time to read these. There's some. A lot of teachers and a lot of people put a lot of work into getting the information that you need. And although you're getting multiple messages, I do want you to take time to open those, read through those. I think you'll have the, the information that you need. But that, um, if you can't make it, we're going to have those uh, items available for you. They will be on Monday. Um, each campus has a, a little different time for that. Um, but definitely will be important to see that. You know, as far as 
elementary and its learning pages and the schedules. And at elementary day, we have a homeroom teacher. We have our block teachers, our awesome art, music, and PE coaches. So there'll be classes for that. And so that's what you'll see at an elementary level. And you'll also see the homeroom its learning pages that are um, that are have been um, great uh, greatly worked on by our teachers, and we're excited to share those with you. So I, I'd ask that parents and um, students that certainly parents take time to look into those emails look into if you've changed your flow of um, emails or messages you, you need to take a moment and 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 look for those because there'll be important information coming out um, starting this evening and tomorrow parents we ask that you I know you're excited and anxious I'm ex I'm thrilled to hear see what happened today at North Point of all the excited um, parents we had out there we ask parents stay um, optimistic and encouraging um, be patient and understanding with us this is um, a new endeavor for a lot of us as we go through this and we're going to ask for a, a lot of patience as we go forward um, our teachers are working hard to provide um, great learning experiences for your for your students and for your children um, if possible, I'd ask that parents um, plan to stay, be supportive, but we'll um, definitely want students to start taking that lead in the um, in the, uh, the the teams meetings and and our instruction each day. And so, parents, we want you to be supportive and be alongside, but definitely um, don't want you to do all the work for our students. We know that we can set high expectations for them, and we know that they can do it. So we want to fade that support quickly over time and really focus and have the teachers have the opportunity to really get to know your children and know them well. And right. there'll be times for parents to connect with teachers um, at those off, off learning times. There'll be office hours. There'll be ways to connect like we always have. But during this instruction time, we're really going to try and focus on teachers connecting with those students. Let's um, talk about this for a little bit because other school districts across the U.S. have already launched into online and we've seen their wins and some of the pitfalls associated with this and um, creating that authentic learning environment as much as possible from home is so important. Having parents, because um, we've seen and we've heard of parents going in and answering the questions for, the, for their child in a very loving way, or other times a parent wanting to have a parent-teacher conference at the moment when they are in the middle of the teachers delivering a lesson. So we do, we really want our, our parents to be partners, but when there is that synchronous learning time between a child and their classmate and their students, it's really probably a time for you to step back, take, do whatever you need to be doing as a parent, um, but letting that happen without interruption. That's one of the beauty about how we've designed Clear Connections in School to Home is that our students are being taught by Clear Creek ISD teachers with Clear Creek ISD curriculum that really differs us from many other districts across the country that might be using just some online application with no contact with a teacher. And for those parents that are working and they're not technically the one that's home, um, certainly we would hope that a child who at the elementary level has supervision at home, but whoever that caregiver is to maybe set those boundaries too about what should be happening during the synchronous time of learning. Um, Dr. Engel, let's talk about students in the secondary. What do they need to be doing to get ready for Monday? Well, probably, first of all, I know sometimes teenagers don't get up real early, so we probably do need to start those sleep routines like you would do any year. Um, welcome back. We're glad to have you, and we are getting up early. You do need, especially next week, for all students, a quiet place to learn. We'll need to have 
um, focusing on learning a majority of the day. You will be following your Bell schedule every day. You'll be logging in. So that's just like we're used to. It's just like you'll, you will be at home. Make sure your school supplies are ready. Make sure everything's there. And then, like we said, um, it'll be real important the first day um, to you will be getting, and I just wanted to make sure that I was clear on this, you'll be getting a Skyward message from your teacher, your first period, second period, third period, that will say, you know, welcome to first period algebra class. Um, we are, I'm excited to meet you. And then that will give you, they will let you know what their It's Learning course is. So be looking for that Skyward message. And parents, we probably won't, I think we agreed not to inundate you with that same message, but it'll be in your Skyward Family Asks. You can find that message, but I don't think we'll email you seven different messages. We will email those straight to the teachers just to try to keep that email, um, not to clog that, but we're being very careful about that. And the, just as we parents have done in the past, if you go into your Skyward Family Access account, you'll see that bulletin board. So all the messages that your student is receiving, and remember those messages are going to their school-issued email account. It's not going to their personal Gmail account. So if students go and start looking at their personal email account, wondering why their teacher hasn't emailed them, they're in the wrong space. They need to be looking at their school-issued email account. But as a parent, you can see that as a bulletin board as soon as you log in to Skyward Family Access. Let's talk a minute about dress code for all of our students in an online learning environment. Uh, the dress code is? Is CCISD dress code. It hasn't changed, so just make sure that when you're online, you are in CCISD dress code. Um, we, whether it is, and we do ask too that if we're online, be careful about your environment. I mean, it is like we are here. We're online. We're live. We're learning, but but we're in, a, in an environment that is conducive to learning. So if be careful of that, be conscious mm -hmm. of that. But certainly, CCISD dress code. Absolutely. And um, we discussed this yesterday with Mr. Davila. Parents are worried that they won't get their kids to school on time. <laughs> Um, or miss that attendance bell because they are getting themselves ready for work or they have to go to work and they're leaving their child with a caregiver or at a temporary care center. How can we place their minds at ease? Well, first of all, I can say for elementary and specifically for elementary, our goal is to have teachers connect with their students tomorrow, on, on Monday, not tomorrow, on Monday. Um, and that we want, we're, it's going to take a little bit of time to get students logged in and to get into this environment. And so there's going to be a little bit of, a little bit of patience. Um, we will um, be recording in Teams um, our, our, our meetings and um, putting those into the courses so um, that our students don't miss a thing um, during uh, these, these first um, lessons. And our goal is to have students engage in that authentic um, synchronous learning opportunities. So we want to make sure that um, our students join as soon as they possibly can. And, um, and that's going to take a, a little bit of, um, of negotiating as we get everyone in tomorrow. Uh, on Monday, Monday. It's, we still have a day. We still have a day. It's Monday. Excuse me. And I can say for secondary, it's the same thing. Our goal is to build relationships. Our goal is to ensure that you find your class, you find your course, you're able to join in in our team's meeting. 
with that said if you don't don't worry about it we are it's just like with any first day you know you can't find your teacher you maybe have a hole in your schedule there's something wrong you can't log in we're going to work with you on that that is our goal is just to continue this is a, a learning opportunity for all of us to make sure that we're able to, to connect with you this home to school clear connections we're all in this um all next week and so we are our goal is to work through that don't worry we will find you and you'll find us and we'll make that connection while you have a course schedule it's important that you do attend synchronously as much as you can and we know some of the limitations that are out there if there are some limitations the next best thing is that you find those assignments that are posted for you and it's learning and you complete those assignments daily so that you are counted as as present um, if, if you don't complete assignments daily or show progress daily and you don't show up for class during those synchronous opportunities then you will likely be counted absent. Of course, we'll work with you, families and students, um, as challenges might come up over the duration, especially during this first week as you're trying to find your courses and trying to find its learning. Those of you who are new to Clear Creek ISD and are new to its learning, we will work with you. Um, we are doing our best, though, to mirror the real classroom environment for our students. We know we want our kids back in brick and mortar. We, we, we love our students. We, we want them. Um, we know students learn best in person, so we want them to show up every day for synchronous learning. We know it's vital for their academic growth, mm -hmm. and we want to make that personal connection with each student. Um, put our eyes and ears on, on their faces and, their, and on their uh, vocabulary and their talk and, and have those relationships. A couple of questions that are being asked that um, before we kind of wrap up, it's just been very informative. It, um, for seniors that have an off period, what should they do? You know, their schedules are a little bit more flexible their senior year, so they just don't come to that period of time. Correct. Okay. Yes, you're fine if you have an off period. If you're a senior, you may have it at the beginning of the day, the end of the day, dual credit, dual too. Credit. We have a lot of dual credit students, and that's in their schedule, and then you will be logging in following your dual credit. And we both have co we have college in the mainland and San Jack dual credit students, and so you will just follow your college schedule for that. And Dr. Bayard, the families that still need to do those updates for their computer, do they have to go to the school that they're zoned to? No. In fact, if you go to the website, um, we'll have a link for you of, of go to technology support and go down on the left-hand side to Wi-Fi. You'll find the Wi-Fi locations. Please go to one of those locations and not necessarily your school because your school might not have the outdoor wireless set up yet. We have locations all over the district. It might be the closest elementary to your house. It might be the closest high school to your house. And we did send out an email yesterday to parents with all the locations that have very active outdoor Wi-Fi. So any one of those campuses you can um, go to. Dr. Bayard, for, do students during synchronous learning have to have their video camera on? That's a good question. We, we really encourage all students to have their video cameras on. Why is that? That's so that the teacher can check for visual understanding for whether or not a student is learning and also just to check for the, the, the emotional health of the student. Um, we want to, again, mirror this as much as we can in the classroom and the way we do that is, is by looking at each other. We want to look at each other in the eyes. Uh, I do want to talk about the, um, the Wi-Fi. Parents, if, if you are having any difficulties, I'm, I'm happy to announce that we have extended our technology help desk through the weekend. Um, we have a wonderful group of technicians, and so we are available for you from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturday 
and Sunday. Um, and you can call 281-284-0500 from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. And we'll, we'll answer your calls in the order they're received and, and try to help you uh, as best as we can. And all those phone numbers and short e websites that we've been telling you about, you'll it'll all come to you in a very nice um, Cliff Notes version of First Day of School. There, um, Dr. Beata, someone's asking about It's Learning. Is, can students access It's Learning right now, or is that sort of closed while we're finalizing the schedules? You know, students might, might be able to log into It's Learning, but you're not going to see everything. You're not going to see your full schedules. You won't be able to see your full schedules until tomorrow. That is when we turn them on, and, and you'll be able to see your, your, your courses as they align to your class schedules. All of that opens to both families and students at the same time tomorrow. And it might be on a rolling basis throughout the day. Um, teachers will be populating those integrated courses, those courses that you see throughout the morning. And so if you don't see it right away at 9 a.m., just check again later in the afternoon. Do not panic. Speaking of that, I have some amazing teachers out there working right now, trying hard to pull their It's Learning courses over. And, and until we do an update tonight, we can't do that until tomorrow. So um, just if I have any elementary teachers out there trying to get ahead on, on that piece, you've created your course, just pause for a minute. And tomorrow that will all come together. So um, we're excited that parents will be able to see and kids, our students will see all the information tomorrow. Our teachers are so excited to see you all. So they have been anxiously trying to populate all their courses and get their messages out there. And, and we just have to take a pause until we're absolutely ready to where the courses are ready. Yeah, we talk about this, this level of anxiety. It's certainly ex exasperated during this COVID-19, but it is normal back to school jitters, you know, and it somehow things just get a lot better when kids are with their teachers. It just takes the stress away and then you reboot and there's going to be challenges. Um, so, so this is just so typical Clear Creek ISD, but we're going to handle it. Parents are asking about the storm that's heading in the Gulf and what that might look like. Well, you know, we will pivot. That's it. We're just going to all have to work through this together. We can't control that. We can control how we respond as a community. And if it looks like this becomes a challenge for teachers to get to, to their own work environment come Monday morning. We need to put their safety first. So please, we'll work through that. Um, I think we have some time to, we talked about it this morning and we just have to keep monitoring it and living and working in the Gulf Coast, this is what we do best. That's watching things closely and respond appropriately. And it's 2020. That's just, we just roll with the punches. But Ms. Polson, I would say too, that if there is a family out there who's not receiving who they are, I'm not sure, but if they're not receiving information from the school district and you're not receiving updated messages and you're just seeing this for the first time, please go in and make sure you've updated your information. Please make sure that you are receiving, you've checked to receive those messages. That's how we're going to communicate with you when we have an emergency. And that's why those back to school forms are so important to the school. This is a great example of why we go through those steps that may seem basically um, repetitive. It is very informative for us to be able to reach you in an emergency. We have about a thousand families that haven't started their back to school forms and another four or five hundred that have started but haven't completed so if you're in those that that one thousand or the other five hundred please go in sometime between now and this weekend to complete your back to school forms that will help us out tremendously and also help us get your children's uh, back in in a much easier way mm 
there's uh, questions naturally about brick and mortar, and we will have another session on that next week. Uh, there are questions, and good questions, about in the event that a student in Clear Connections or even in school to home um, have a doctor's appointment or have a reason to be absent, how do they share that information back to the campus? Yeah, I can answer that. Good. That's great. Good. Great. All right. If you have a doctor's appointment, chances are you're going to be out maybe an hour to sometimes two hours or three hours. But because you're learning from home, you can complete any assignments that evening and you won't be counted, uh, ab counted absent. If you show progress by turning in an assignment or whatever a teacher's asked you to do, you'll, you'll, you'll be counted present for, for that period or that day, depending on, on elementary or secondary. Now, this isn't every day, of course. If, if there's a pattern that you're not showing up for your synchronous learning, then we'll probably have a conversation and there'll probably be a parent-teacher conference about that because we know the best way um, to mirror real-time classroom instru instruction is for that synchronous learning. Wonderful. Um, you know, I, I don't think um, our community at large knows all the work and long hours that have been occurring um, behind the scenes in Clear Creek ISD, and if they were a fly on the wall during this process, um, I think they would be very, very proud. I certainly am as an employee as well as a parent taxpayer. As we wrap up our podcast today, what final thoughts do you have for our your respective teams of employees, students, and their families. Dr. Engel? Yeah, I'm just, as far as the, the team, the teachers, the secondary staff have worked tirelessly, and we have so many teachers that are teaching on Clear Connections, brick and mortar, they're putting all this together, some are doing a little bit of both. It has been, it's amazing what our teachers are putting together and what they're doing, and we are going to provide, and I've said this, I, I did say this the other day, I think um, we really could be be providing the best instruction in the state for your children. So pleased with what the, the effort and the work that has gone into all of this. As, as Ms. Polson said, hours and hours for teachers and staff. And I did want to clarify too, um, we are still working on your schedule. So we will get that out tomorrow and then we will get those It's Learning courses populated over the weekend. Well, it's a very manual process at this point. Yes. This is not just let a software system do a mail merge and pull, push out 42,000 schedules. At this point, the counselors are manually and the master schedulers are going one by one by one. And they're humans and they're going to make mistakes. And that's where you might see some of those gaps. Absolutely. But just by Sunday, you know, hopefully tomorrow, Sunday, you'll have your schedule tomorrow, but continue to, to look for that. And we are, we are so excited about having students back. I've been in team meetings with um, and large meetings with faculties and, and eighth grade teachers just working so hard to get ready. I cannot tell you the enthusiasm that we have for getting for learning. And this is what our teachers do. This is our expertise. We are ready to to meet our students again, greet them and get get into learning. And we all learn together actually. So we are very excited about this opportunity and look forward to it. Monday. Dr. Baird? I'm so thankful for the technology department. Um, this has been probably the hardest of all of our careers. Um, I'll speak for my team of, of their diligence and their tenacity in trying to please all students, teachers, principals, and parents. And they have been staying till nearly midnight for the last two weeks trying to get ready for about 15,000 student device deployments at the elementary level that 
we didn't know we were going to do a year ago. Um, Talk about what you said to me when you walked in. Even the crossing guards are in here helping you. It was so cute. Uh, I, we have many amazing people all across the district just trying to help, and we have a group of crossing guards that, um, you know, they, we heard them talking this morning, and, and they were just saying, I wish I was at my station because I really want those hugs for my kids, and they're missing those hugs. But they were in there helping us this morning, helping us count chargers and laptops, cleaning them as best as they can, and, and we're so appreciative for their support. Um, but our learning technology coaches, yeah. network and technical support, information management services, they're all working behind the scenes and at front on the front lines, answering your phone calls, working triage, supporting teachers and staff, and um, we couldn't ask for any more because we're doing this for our love for this district and for our community. Agreed. I have to echo the same. I'm so proud of our elementary team and our elementary leaders, our teachers, are our heroes of all the learning that they're putting into place. My goodness, they have been um, on a learning curve since this started, and I am so impressed to see the great steps they're taking, the great risks they're taking, the, um, the great learning that they're planning for your students and your children. They are so thrilled to get to connect to them. That's why they're in this. They're here to help and to serve and to teach and to help your your students, your children learn. Um, and we cannot wait to have um, them connected together on Monday. Um, but my, my, my special thanks is certainly to our team here and our, throughout the district and the patients and the teamwork that's come together to make this happen. We are going to learn, continue to learn together and I can't ask for your patience enough as we all launch into this new frontier. It's going to be an adventure and it's going to forever change us and it will forever stretch us. And um, it's exciting to be a part of it. And so thank you for sharing your children on this journey with us. And as a reminder, for those that aren't familiar with Car Rider Line, this will also be repurposed as a podcast. So go ahead and um, subscribe to Car Rider Line on your podcast app to keep up with us. And anytime there's a new podcast, you'll get notification and you can listen to this on your way to work while you're sitting in the Car Rider Line when we get to brick and mortar. Uh, but this is a bi-weekly topic session that we try to go deep as best as we can. Um, with information that's just sometimes very difficult to articulate in black and white on a email to parents or through a call out. This allows us to have some personal time with our families and share good information. And um, we are simplifying the communication. Don't I know this is so overwhelming with all of it. Mm -hmm. So uh, just sit back, relax, just look for those very succinct emails that will be coming from your campuses. And we're gonna have a great day on Monday, August 24th. It will come with some of its own challenges, whether it's a storm in the Gulf, whether it's a power outage, internet challenges, but um, if there's anything that I know about this particular community is that we can get through it, and we will. So um, we'll come back again next week, and we'll talk specifically about brick and mortar. In the meantime, please visit www.ccisd.net for all information related to opening schools Monday. Thank you, and have a great day.